0: Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. Welcome back for some more time with the Russian sisters. It's good to be here. It is great
1: to be here on this rainy day. It is. Yeah. We don't often
0: get rain.
1: But no, well, today yeah, we did. Not this time of year. We don't really get the April showers, bring May flowers or May. No, we get May snow. We do get May
0: snow. Now it's almost June. I don't think
1: we ever came back to that. Our storm was crazy. They talked about the accumulation based off of it melting. Uh And so, but probably even in my yard, I had probably close to six inches in my yard. Mm -hmm. And you
0: guys, that was a snowstorm after Mother's Day. That's right. It was late May. Yeah. Snowstorm. People were freaking out because you're supposed to wait in Colorado. You're supposed to wait till after Mother's Day to plant your flowers and get your gardens all in a row. Oh, Definitely after Mother's Day. And so people did. Mother's Day came and went. The weather was beautiful. They planted. Mm-hmm. And then we got a late, late May snowstorm. And people were freaking out and yeah. having to cover their bushes and their plants and garbage
1: bags and pails and read up on all of I sorts did that things. for the first time this year. I put a garbage bag over some perennials. Your peony looks beautiful. Or the peony. That yeah. tells you what kind of green thumb I have, which is not. Maybe a green... Thumbnail, yeah. We were like, "What
0: kind of flower is that?" Yeah, and, and it wasn't a rose bush. They were peonies.
1: No, I've ripped those out. I know before you all grown, I ripped those out in my desire for simplicity because I didn't want to have to prune them back. And someone actually came and took them. So it's not like I ripped them out and threw them out, but someone came and actually took them. Recycling. But I was in that that boat of I found a great sale for some plants for my backyard that ever working. Trying to get the backyard done. Mm -hmm. And so I went and I bought all this. It came a pre packaged nice garden. First of all, my simple math is not awesome, even Mm. though I try and brag that it is, because to what it looked like in the picture and its square footage, it would fit really nicely in the area I have until. I got it and it mapped it out, and it takes up maybe a third. A
0: third. A third. <laughs> it looks really good in that oh, third. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm excited so, um, to see what you're going to do with the rest of the space.
1: <laughs> well, we're, we're working on it. I'm working on it. But yeah, so I got all these plants and then got six inches of snow. Yes. So the plants were hanging out inside, and then I was nervous because they're like, plant right away, plant right away. And I'm like, I can't
0: plant right Because right you spent all this money, and you don't <laughs> want them to die in your dining
1: room. Right. Yes. So dry up and shrivel in the heat that you had to turn back on. I know. Right. In the house. Exactly. So I closed a vent for that. I mean, that's besides the point. Yes. So still working, working on that. So that's been a big one. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, my goal is is maintenance and to get to a point I have some furniture I can put out there. Got a shed up, which is really nice, and now I just have to. You know, make it seem like we actually use our backyard.
0: I'm glad that you got a shed that didn't look like a mini house. <laughs> like your HOA wanted you to like, they if did. you're going to have a shed, it needs to be a miniature version of your house, like a yes. little doll
1: house. The saga continues always with my HOA because as some of you know, or have heard, I have a neighbor next to me who does not live in th- that house and it's pretty dilapidated and The backyard is insanely horrible. There are literally cottonwood branches that are growing out of the middle of the yard. Um, But my HOA won't do anything for that for safety, but they want to regulate and state that I have to build a shed as an extension of my garage so that the siding and the roof matches the color of the house. Uh, I politely told them no and then said, I really just need something for storage, and then I up the safety thing. If there's any way I can get my HOA to do things for me and approve things, I just up the safety. I have this young child and I need safety.
0: Uh-huh. Yep.
1: <laughs> so far it's working.
0: And luckily, knock on wood, I at my house have not had any HOA issues lately. I That's thought I good. was going to have a letter about my Christmas lights, but there wasn't a letter about my Christmas lights. Yeah. So I rejoiced a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. I didn't get a letter. I don't know if I share that on here, that I did not get a letter for my Christmas lights, but my neighbors who... Take very, very. My other neighbors, the ones that do live here, take very good care of their house and got a letter to repaint their house. And I was like, "Did you tell them to politely stick it?" Because <laughs> yeah. there's um, like there's there's literally a lilac colored house down the street, which it's mixed feelings for me. It's ugly. It's it's not a pretty color, but that's where people know how to turn to find me. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right. Turn at the purple house. Turn at the purple house. Well, and I
0: think they sent that letter erroneously. It's
1: one of my favorite words. <laughs> Erroneously, to that house instead of your other neighbor. That's I right. Do. Yes. I think so. It could be, right? It could be. So, how are you doing? School is
0: over. I'm doing Work great. Work is over. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So, the children are no longer in school. I think I said last time that I got the vid during that last week of school when the students were in. So, I missed all of the hoopla at the last week of school with students. But I still have a few more days in the office. And I went in today to do some cleaning because I hadn't been there in about a week. And uh, gosh, I had a lot of papers on my desk. I just (laughs) a lot of trash. And I look forward to the end of the year where I'm like, this is shreddable. Like, I obviously don't need to keep. I keep them because I think I might need to refer back to it at some point. But then I get to throw it all away at the end of the school year. We are
1: a paper-keeping family. I have piles of papers everywhere. Anna's losing a lung right now. I'm um, so sorry. But yeah, no, I get that. You keep the papers. And I've done this with books before, but the reality is you just look stuff up online. Or I do that all the time. Where I'm like, oh, what can I do this week with children? I, know. I have all these different activities and stuff, but I had kept them at my office and I had to clear out my office because I was exiting. But I just, I was like, I have, don't know what to do with all of this. So now I just have activities which is great you know if I remember to go through them
0: keep them for a rainy day (laughs) today well it's interesting because like the clean out thing that happens at work I also can't wait to do at home so I'm really looking forward to having some time off so that I can work on my house and pay attention to it and I was looking up some feng shui stuff the other day oh that's right my living room and decluttering and um I mean, I don't think I have a lot of spaces with a lot of clutter, but I I think if a minimalist were to come into my house, they would be very overwhelmed by the things that I do have. And so there was something about their decluttering and like keeping things that have purpose or that bring you joy, right? right? Like that's a pretty
1: standard That's the Marie Kondo method. Yeah. Yes,
0: but it's like a common minimalist conception that you should not have things in your house that don't bring you joy or that don't have purpose. Well, I have books. I have bookshelves, plural, with lots of books and books that I intend to read at some point, books that I've read books that people have given to me, reference books, resource books, all sorts of books. And I like looking at them. I don't necessarily go back and reread books ever, um, but I like having them on my shelves and I I need to probably dig into that. But as I was reading this thing about like, does it have purpose or bring you joy? Like it had purpose once upon a time, but it doesn't necessarily bring me joy anymore. So I've been thinking like kind of lamenting and going back and forth seesawing, really, oscillating, if you will, mm. whether or not I should, it's time to get rid of them, because otherwise they're just taking up space.
1: Well, and um, books are a hard one. I think that's also a family thing. We like to have our mini libraries. Yeah. I think I had to part with that whole concept a little bit, because I had someone steal books, like boxes of books from me once, twice, actually. Um, so weird. So I just had to let go of, of having those books, but... I get it. And I've gone through there are books where I'm like, why do I have this or gifts? I'm so sorry, but there are gifts where I'm like, it worked for a moment. And then I read it. It was good there. I mean, if it, it depends on the type of book. So I get that too. But I've had ones that I had used like little manuals of like dummy. Um, what is it for chess? I think I still have that one chess for dummies. Right. Do you ever bring that out and read it? I thought I would, and I did when I initially got it because it is something. I don't know how to play chess. I know that one is like a little embarrassing for me, and I do want to learn how to play. But now you can learn online. I know that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. But again, when when, like our electricity went out when we had that crazy snowstorm, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fine. But like, you know, I have a Kindle, can't use the Kindle when electricity goes out because the battery might run out kind of thing. So it's nice to have books for. And actual board games for stuff.
0: I agree. I agree, and I still have a whole shelf full of board games and games. You do. I have not had people over to play board games in eons. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I just haven't had people over like I thought I was going to, and that, because I'm usually going to other places for yeah. sake of ease or whatever. So I don't know. It's just interesting and something for me to to think through and and do some some pondering about and. Um, If I am serious about like decluttering or getting rid of some of this stuff. Speaking of like, Mm. (laughs) speaking of one thing to the the other, you guys, I have a funny story. And I don't know if any of you can relate. I bet you can. I bet sometimes this happens to you where one thing leads to another. And the other day I left Alexandra's house and I stopped by to see Ricky. You guys remember Ricky, our former producer and Mm -hmm. now graduate and soon to be college freshman. So I went to see him at his place of employment and he works at a tea shop. And I'd only been to see him one other time. And so I left here and I was like, ooh, since my throat is doing what it's doing, I will stop by and get some honey lemon tea on my way home because it's not far away from where Alexandra lives. It's on the way home and I'll stop by and see Ricky and get some tea. So I go in and I say, I would like some honey lemon tea. And he's like, we are out of oolong. So it's going to have to be black tea. Now, mind you, this was at nighttime. And so I was a little bit hesitant because it's nighttime but I thought oh I could do a little bit of black tea and counteract it with some cold meds or sleepy time whatever oh and boy. so I should be fine yeah oh boy because then I get in the car I take a sip of the tea it was delicious and then I get home and I take a couple more sips of the tea and then I had a thing the next day in the morning a race you guys did it at 10k it was she did. 6.2 miles. Congratulations. It was a boulder boulder. And I had not done it, I think, since 2013, since you and I did it with Jackie and Robert. Oh. Remember that? It was a long time ago. It is a long time ago. Yeah. And they haven't had it since 2019. So they'd had a couple years where there wasn't a race. But anyway, I was prepping for the race. And I only had a couple sips of my large honey lemon black tea. Iced. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like pinning my stuff onto my shirt and making sure all my snacks and my water bottles were all ready to go for the next morning because I was going to have to be up early. And then I went upstairs and I was like, oof. If I don't make it tomorrow, something happens to me during the race because I'm coming off of like black lung, essentially. Um, I don't want my mom to have to come into my house and then go into my bedroom bathroom and see the condition of my tub. Now, it wasn't disgusting, (laughs) but I was like, it needs a good clean. So being mindful of our mother... I was like, I am going to clean the tub. And now it's 8, 8.30 at nighttime. <laughs> I did not have any more tea. In fact, I put it in the refrigerator because I was like, a few sips of black tea is probably enough. Let me tell you, <laughs> cleaning the tub, I did that. And I was like, ooh, feel accomplished. And then I turned around and I look at my bathroom sink and I'm like, oh, that needs a little wipe down too. And then I was like, oh, the stopper has like not been working very well. And so I need to clean the stopper. From the bathroom sink. And so I tried pulling it out and it's not pulling out. And I was like, I need to figure out how to do it. So I YouTubed it. So I YouTube how to get the bathroom sink stopper out. Mission accomplished. I thought I needed some tools. So I went downstairs while I was downstairs. I grabbed some things to bring upstairs, batteries and other things I might need for other projects. <laughs> this one thing led to another. So then I find, I figure out the stopper. I get it cleaned with vinegar and all that good stuff. And then vinegar down the drain because you're not supposed to use. I'm sorry, Drano people, but That's you're not I supposed know. to use I that stuff. I have some Drano. Vinegar and, I'm, and baking soda. You're not supposed to use it. I know. Yeah. Vinegar down the drain once a month. That's what the people at home shmeeps said, okay? So then I was like, oh, and then I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh, now my, right, my toilet needed cleaning. So then it led to that. And then I was like, oh, this clock that I have in my bathroom, I haven't had batteries in it for a while, so I need batteries. (laughs) And I happened to have some AA batteries up in my bedroom at that point, but they happened to not be good batteries. So then I had to go back downstairs to get batteries. And while I was down there, I picked up something else that I needed to bring upstairs. And I had like this energy. It was crazy. And then from all that, I was like, oh, my humidifier needs cleaning. And so I'll clean that out and I'll um, get it ready to go. And it was just like funny how that one thing leads to another. And then I was like, I have to finish this one project before I move on to the next one because I'm infamous for like starting a project and not finishing it. I think that's the Tory in in me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How long was this whole thing? A couple hours. Was it? Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I, I get that when you get the spark and you're like, I'm going to go. I think what happens for me sometimes is I get trapped. So mm-hmm. if I go from one room to another and then I'm like oh I need to do this and then I get stuck there and then I go back to the other room and I go oh my gosh I left all this stuff out what do I totally need to do but I get it yeah Yeah. and it's it's very rewarding I think it it's fulfilling at least for me I'm a list grower and writer so I like to have a list and I like to cross things off my list and if my list just stays there and I don't get to stuff I feel very stagnant my feng shui gets a little stuck yeah a little stuck (laughs) But. Anyway,
0: that's my story. You asked, so it was a little long-winded, but there it is.
1: Yeah. That's how I am. So speaking of home stuff, so before I get into this this article I was reading, and I heard this story a while ago, I am one where I, especially when I had to finish up Sean's estate and, and kind of work through a lot of that business-type stuff, I found that so many policies out there protect the one person who goes against it. Like our brother and his wife, they're going on a trip. And because there was all this exposure for COVID, they have to all have negative tests and they have this whole big policy. And I'm like, well, but sometimes when you get COVID, you still test positive for a few months. And that Mm -hmm. like, couldn't there be, a, you know, after a certain amount of days, after your first symptom or something is when you can go kind of thing. And so this got me thinking, and I recalled, and this story is a little old, you guys, but I wanted to just see, I don't even know how I would handle this, but this woman in Maryland came home from vacation to find that there were squatters in her apartment and they had taken all of her stuff out of the apartment, like 50 grand worth of stuff gone. I don't know if they sold it, but she comes into her bedroom to find a couple in her bed and the, the one thing they left in her apartment was the bed and this guy who's in in there with whoever his partner is, like they start immediately packing up their stuff. And she's like, what is happening? And he's like, I'll tell you what's happening. You didn't pay your rent. And she's like, yes, I did. You know, now she's having this argument. She's filming the whole thing. And the guy is going on and on about how he had every right to be there, that they um, took all her stuff out. And she's like, how did you even get in here? And he starts going on about how it's a lesson for her on how he got into her apartment. And he's like, this is a learning experience for you. So he basically, it's so weird, so weird, like the recording of the whole thing, because he starts going on about how it's a learning experience for her to learn. And she's asking him, like, how did you get in here? And he's like, I'm going to tell you how I got in here. And he goes over and shows her how they entered. And they just basically stole and sold all of her stuff and started squatting that's insane. I remember this happened. I have someone I know from high school who lives in San Francisco and she and her partner were going to buy a place, but there were tenants and they actually had to pay the tenants to move out. I think they yes, so they had to pay the tenants a certain amount of months of their I don't know if it was like of their rent, but they had to pay the tenants to actually move out I think before their lease was up. So even though the owner had every right to say I'm like I did this with our condo. Like we had tenants and I mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we're going to give you guys this amount of notice. We're going to sell." And I mean our tenants moved out right away, but I mean my main point is that people can squat and actually stay and there are laws. And What's interesting is I joke about some of the OT laws because there are certain like clerical errors when it comes to OT and Medicaid laws. And they're basically like those clerical errors happened whenever these laws came into into play and no one's ever fixed them. So there are just certain things that have just been there because like someone put the comma in the wrong place, like literally. And so... There's the Homestead Act, which is from 1865. Nope, 1862. The Homestead Act. And basically, it was because people, like, not all the land was settled in mm-hmm. the US. So pioneers were going through and they'd find a plot of land and they'd decide that they'd want to stay there. So yes. the government created the Homestead Act to say if you find land that's open and you want to put a home on it, you got to do that. It's
0: like the movie Far and Away. Yes,
1: uh-huh. and so now because of that, there are certain states. I think the lowest I saw was seven years. Some states say that if someone just hangs out in your house for seven years, then it's they theirs. it's theirs. That's so weird. And there are all these there are little things about if they're paying taxes, which they don't say if they're paying actual housing taxes, but if they're actually paying taxes, that's a big part of it. Or if they. If they can somehow prove that the owner of the location is okay with them staying there, then they can squat and stay there.
0: It's interesting that you bring this up because I was recently talking about this with some of my colleagues because if I get a roommate and they start getting mail to my place, they get to stay there and then I, as long as they want and then I have to go through the court process yep. to get them evicted yep. and that's like, it's it's insane and it's also funny that you brought this up because also while I was quarantining, I watched um, on the Netflix show, <laughs> Worst Roommate Ever. Oh have you watched God. that show? No. Oh my God, totally watch it we don't very different COVID experiences
1: yes. with the television worst
0: roommate ever and that actually comes up that about squatters and people who like move into your space and so basically by the law
1: protects them so basically you some of what I saw is that if someone is renting let's say you do have a roommate and they're renting and their lease is up but they continue paying you and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same amount but if you accept the money from them that is considered to be a positive agreement between the two parties saying that you're okay with them being there mm-hmm. which is like it's so crazy to me and i told anna about this there's this movie called ICU and it has helen hunt and it's, too, it's totally creepy you guys i don't i don't necessarily recommend it super super creepy but part of it is that these kids wait for these people to leave And they wait because the garage door doesn't close all the way. So they run into the garage before it closes after this person has left. And then they find some place in the house to hide and stay, basically. So they find the attic. And then it's like a game. This is for real. And I was trying to look up what the name of this is, and I couldn't find it um, because it's some slang thing that can happen. But they, like, stay in the attic or they find a place in your basement. But then what they do is they just, like, move stuff around your house. And just mess with you. And there's like this whole thing about documenting it. I don't even know. But then, and then they move on to like the next house. Which is always like, I'm always checking my garage. I've checked my basement. The attic space in my house is not really my house. is a pretty open floor plan. So I'm grateful for that because there aren't really nooks and crannies. But I mean, people, people just do weird. They do
0: weird things. People do weird things. And it's funny that you say that because when I open up my refrigerator and it looks like I have fewer protein shakes in there that I thought that I had. <laughs> I'm like, who's going in and drinking my, did I drink all those all protein shakes? All those, your shakes? cats. They're yeah, like, are yeah, the cats getting into that? Like, who's messing with me? But that is something like living by myself. Oh, totally. I do get nervous about it and think like, I should really get a dog. I know I just shitted myself, but it's right that being a single female, living by yourself, having a dog is one of the greatest... Uh, a dog with a big bark not a little yappy do, but, um, uh, having a dog is one of the best protective factors that you can do for yourself living alone. I mean, I think that would be great.
1: That's why we got our dog because that was one of my things when I was going through security stuff of like, I I don't know what to do. And so I do have cameras that are on the outside of my house. So sorry, you guys, I keep, burping in the she microphone she's
0: drinking a beer today
1: she's <laughs> but toasting you I, I am what are you toasting. toasting with over there um this is the electric sunshine I think this is a limited is this the one that's the limited from Avery Brewing Company Ooh, fruited Avery. tart ale but yeah, I mean, my dog, actually, she doesn't bark very much and she's kind of a lush, but she did bark the other day, which was very interesting mm-hmm. because a dog came into the yard and she could see that the dog and the person, and I think this dog pooped in the yard. I was like, <gasps> it was during bath time, but she barked and then got in between buddy and me mm-hmm. and the window. And, um, cause I wonder sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, if someone came in, would she just like start wagging her tail and She'd let them roll in? over and
0: say, here's my belly.
1: But I think she also senses people who, obviously if someone's trying to break into my house, their intentions are, are ominous. So I think that yeah. she would pick up she on that energy that. For, yeah, sure. for sure. But I, d- I just don't know what I would do. Because I've thought about like, I've said this before. I have this dream that Buddy and I can take like a month every summer and go hang out in Mexico or go someplace. Um, I really want him To get exposure to other languages. I mean, he gets exposure to Russian right now, which is adorable. Um, But more fluently, you know, Spanish is really important. And, you know, my neighbors down the street, they um, Airbnb their house, like they leave for the winter and they Airbnb their house completely. But if someone just decides they don't want to leave, what do you do? How do you? You have to take them to
0: court, and it can take up to three. Additional months, like once you start the
1: process,
0: it can take up to three months to actually get them evicted. It's so crazy, yeah. And then imagine the amount of damage that a person can do to your space in three months, like in one day.
1: Right. Ugh. Well, or to sell, like this woman from Maryland was gone for like two weeks and, and almost $50,000 worth of her stuff is gone. That's two so weeks scary. Two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't think know. I said
0: that's insane about four times. <laughs> so I hope you're drinking every time I say it.
1: How about this? Here's the PSA: Just don't be a squatter. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's there, not squat. There, there are other places. You know, other things you can do. There's CouchSurfer.com. There's yeah. Airbnb. There's, there's options. Yeah, you don't have to go ruining people's lives. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's, let's not, let's not. Um, so, the other thing that I was going to talk about today, well, actually, it's more that Anna found this, and I was like, let's do it, because it's the end of the school year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, I will say this. In high school, in my U.S. history class in high school, our whole class was about being able to pass the test for emigrating to the U.S., so oh, at the boy. beginning of the semester, we would take the test and then the content was taught and then we would take the test at the end to see if we... And let me tell... Like, it's just ridiculous some of the questions that were on there. And so I feel like this is similar because Anna wants to know if I'm smarter than a fifth grader. Now, mind you... I'd kind of prefer that it would be first or second graders because that's kind of where I live. But I've already said that my simple math, because I couldn't even tell the square footage of the space I need to plant in my backyard. Um, So this might be interesting, you guys. But, you know. Luckily, it's multiple choice.
0: (laughs) This would be fun. You guys that can works. play along. I don't, um, speaking of playing along, I don't know about you guys, but on my way to church in the mornings, I listen to NPR. And yes. I listen specifically for the weekly puzzle with Will Shorts. Mm-hmm. And I like to play along. And it's so interesting how like when you are just playing along, like as a listener, how easy it seems to be. Yes. But then as soon as you're actually playing for reals and you're on the spot, your
1: oh. brain goes blank. Oh, this happens to me in trivia all the time. I'll be like, right? oh, wait, I know that. Or I saw that headline or I know what's happening. And then I'm like, no, mm-hmm. totally gone. Yeah. yeah I have crazy. horrible test anxiety. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, what I've heard about test anxiety is that most often it's um, lack of test prep which is why people say they have test anxiety because they haven't done what they need to to prep for said test. That's not this situation though because you don't know what you're getting tested on.
1: I don't. And I'll say this. I totally understand that piece of it, but I think there's also a trusting yourself. Um, This is something which, of course, now that I'm 40 and still seeing multiple therapists that they talk to me about being able to trust myself. And I think that is always, I would start to second guess myself. I'd say, oh, I did the prep. I should know this. And then I would go, no, nope, I don't know this.
0: Yeah. Well, um, one of the things I think I get anxious about, wh- whether it's um, test anxiety, I think performance anxiety, or just mm. not wanting to look stupid in public, yeah. like making a fool of myself in front of other people is not something I enjoy. It doesn't feel <laughs> very good to me. Um, so I think that's why I get nervous
1: when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to know an answer and all eyes are on, are on me. And then I get brain farts. Yeah. It depends on my audience. Some people I'm like, cool, I can totally make a fool out of myself. Then other people I'm like. "Mm." (laughs) Well, I want you guys to know how special
0: you are that Alexander is willing to be put to be Johnny on the spot right here. Oh, yeah, let's do this. Okay, Um, I'm skipping the first one because it's a math question and we don't need to do mathematical equations um, because you guys don't have scratch paper. Probably if you're driving in your car or if you're vacuuming your house. Or doing other chores, maybe you're gardening while listening to us. But anyway, scratch paper. Probably you could probably do math in your head, and it would be easy enough. But we're going to skip the mathematical <laughs> equation <laughs> for the purposes of this test. Okay, there are lots and lots of questions, but I'm just going to run through a few of them. May- maybe several. I don't know. We'll see how much time we have. Without further ado, Let's Alexandra, do this. what? Okay, here's I'm going to ask the question, and if you can answer it without me
1: providing multiple choice, oh, awesome. Boy. Here we go, you um, guys. Right. What hey, uh, I just want to say one last thing, yeah. Um, don't judge, okay. Oh, this is purely
0: entertainment. No, not you, not you. Oh, not no, you. them, them, Our they audience. audience? Yeah. No, yeah, this is purely go ahead and judge. Go ahead and judge. It's yeah. okay. Um, I sometimes do get judgy with the NPR
1: people with the
0: puzzled, I'm like, oh my god, that's like so easy. There it is, and it's I think, not. Cause I you're... think you
1: should submit an answer and get on the show and then oh, see no. how you feel. No, 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 I think I would hate it. <laughs> I, I would hate it. You don't want a lapel pin. No. <laughs>
0: That got me all choked up. I'm sorry if you could hear that in the background. All right. Question one, which is really number two. What are longitudes also called? Do I'm going to give you the answer, the choices? Aren't those your meridians? (gasps) You're so good. Meridians. Woohoo. I probably would have said parallels. Oh, well, latitudes. Are latitudes the parallels? (laughs) i gotta win so i'm just gonna keep going can we go to the next question (laughs) meridians you guys longitudes or meridians okay what are the animals without backbones known
1: as invertebrates
0: invertebrates i didn't even need to give her um the options for that one either so you're two for two i'm so proud of you oh boy okay next one how many sides does a nonagon have a nonagon yeah do you want the choices Um, yes. Nine, six, seven, or eight? I was going to say nine. Yeah. You would be correct. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Um, a little geography, fifth grade geography. Can you name the island which is considered both as an island and a continent? Oh, Australia. Yes, of course.
1: That took me a moment. I was like, Long Island? I'm so (laughs)
0: proud of you. Are you keeping score? That's like, was that five for five? good job no four for four because yeah I was gonna one. say I'm pretty sure it's four for four name the most famous English
1: playwright well I have one in mind who do you have in mind Shakespeare yes oh, okay there we go the first first option
0: was Anton Chekhov <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh mm-hmm. that one would have gotten me. Wait a second. Uh-huh. I was totally that kid, too, that if you did that, if you put someone who had a different nationality, I wouldn't get it. I'd be like, wait a second. Why would you put someone? They should all be British people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a literalist.
0: Literalist. hmm Okay, literalist. Um, Literaryist. <laughs> what are A and the in English grammar? Articles. So proud of you.
1: I will say this. I was just lamenting the other day about any sort of additional education I'm going to have to provide Buddy because kids don't learn parts of speech anymore. They don't learn typing or cursive. And I was like... What do you mean they don't learn parts of speech? And they don't know parts of speech.
0: Um, that's actually kind of true. We were doing um, what are they called Mad Libs with the nieces. Mm-hmm. And we were having to review
1: what is a noun and adjective, adverb. They don't learn that. So you learn like... so. You know, at least in special education, we'll talk about, like, consonant, vowel, consonant words. So you'll have cats, you know. Oh, okay. So they learn that. And there is, like, a whole new reading program that's that's being launched um, to help in a phonics program. And, like, it's, it's um, hooked on phonics, but has a new name on it. Like, they just stamped a new name on it because they realized that that's kind of important for kids to learn. But, yeah, they don't learn parts of speech. Well, and if they're not in your schools, Mad Libs. Excellent. Right? Yeah. Okay, which is the thinnest layer of the earth? Oh, boy. Um, can you give me those? Yes. Inner core, Oh,
0: mantle, crust, outer core. Oh, boy. Thinnest layer.
1: Because it's the, well, I know it's the outer part of the earth. I don't know if that's considered the outer layer or the crust. Uh, I'm going to say outer layer. Crust. Yeah, see, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay.
0: Um. Name the only continent in which spiders don't exist. Antarctica. They don't? No one has ever like
1: brought one in from somewhere else? I don't think they could survive. I don't think they could either. Not really anything much survives there. That's the last continent for all of you that I want to go to or need to go to. I've been to six out of seven.
0: Me, 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 me. <laughs>
1: okay, 50 states. I haven't done that. I can say that. All
0: right. All right. You're okay. Yeah. All right. Not that it's a competition.
1: <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but we each have our accomplishments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, yeah.
1: that's been a dream for a while. I'm like, I just want to touch my toes for a while. I wanted to go work down in Antarctica, but you know, life hands you some different choices. And so now I'm like, I just want to take a boat from Chile and put my toes on them. i don't think that i don't think there is
0: a trip that exists that you could just like go to antarctica put your toes in and then turn around
1: and go back i feel like you'd no no have to stay there they do they have boats they have no well, of they, course they have boats they have boats that go you get off you like go into a little i think it's like a little gift shop and then you get on the boat and go back stop it i'm pretty sure why aren't
0: we doing that
1: um because it's like 20 grand <laughs> a drop in the bucket (laughs) it's ridiculously expensive
0: Alexandra's been surrounding herself with purple lately and if you look up and I don't think she's been meaning to but I was like oh my gosh this is purple, and this is purple, Al. Like, you have purple, little purple things everywhere. And if you look up feng shui, purple is the color of prosperity and, like, bringing in f- finances and wealth. And I was like, look at you drawing it in, and you weren't even meaning to. I guess not, yeah. I guess you're going to go to Antarctica soon. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to nanny. Um, in Australia, which animal is found most?
1: I don't, is this true? Uh, like most The most okay. Give me give me the choices. Duck
0: billed platypus. Okay. Koala. Kookaburra. Kangaroo.
1: Um, platypus. Well, this says kangaroo. Oh, it could be. Which, um, buddy, has this book called "Don't Call Me a Bear," and it's by the author that does "Pig the Pug" books. Uh It's hilarious, and it's all about a koala who's like, "I'm a marsupial. I'm not a bear." It's really adorable. That's
0: so cute. Yeah. Totally unrelated. I got sucked into watching panda videos,
1: like pandas <laughs> playing videos. Is this after you watched Buddy look at elephant?
0: <laughs> that is before, but I was going to suggest to our mother that she should have him watch pandas playing because they are so stinking adorable. They are. They're just, I, you just want to like cuddle with them and pet them. You do. They look so stinking yeah. cute.
1: As our mom's talking about people have, or it's like a rhino sanctuary. She's been reading these books. COVID has like transpired in different ways for all of us, but she's been reading all these books about yeah. safaris. And one is about I someone who murder
0: mysteries and <laughs> serial killer videos. <laughs> <laughs> Our mother was reading about elephants.
1: And we, uh, we had a little bit of Disney around here in this I house. I had a lot of <laughs> Moana, <laughs> a lot of Moana. All right. What's the next one? What is the superlative
0: of mm. good? Best. Good job.
1: <laughs> Do you remember? Uh-oh. I totally got
0: in my head for a second, Uh-oh. which is not great for a podcast. But um because superlatives, like in schools, is like who is most likely right. to? And so yeah. I was like the superlative of good. I never got who's voted most for likely that one? to. Mm. Most likely to make a million dollars. I was voted for that, but I haven't made a million yet. So it's next <laughs> on my next on my list. At least you
1: got voted on. I wasn't voted for anything.
0: Al. <laughs> Wait, I feel like we're going to do that at book club tonight. We're going <laughs> to write vote. superlatives for You're each other. you going
1: to vote for me yeah. or something?
0: <laughs> Most likely to win a million. Okay, um, what do we call the words, talking about parts of speech, Okay, what do we call the words which describe a noun? Um, adjectives. So proud of you. Who was the first human to visit the moon?
1: Um, uh-huh, uh-huh, this is what <laughs> he
0: yeah. What's his uh-huh. face? Do you want me to say the names? Well, yes. Are you sure? Yes. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Pete Conrad.
1: Neil Armstrong. Alan Shepard. David Scott. Well, here's... Because it's Neil Armstrong is the one who gets the most. But isn't there another astronaut who actually went first? I don't think he stepped out onto the moon. Onto the moon, but he landed on the moon. I yeah, think that's so what it was. so this question could be misleading. Okay. I think that's where because Neil Armstrong is who popped in my head. Yeah, mankind.
0: One giant leap for mankind. Humanity. I think it was one small step for man. One giant leap for man. We're awesome today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, not that much smarter than a fifth grader.
0: (laughs) Can you count the number of stars present in the official flag of the USA? U.S. of A.
1: Um. Yes, there's supposed to be 50 of them. Yep, there sure are supposed to be. I hope <laughs> there are. Well, when you say to count them, I'm like, did someone miss one? <laughs> can you? Can you? No, right. The answers
0: to that could be yes. I can count them. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh, that's right. Yes. Um, Machu Picchu. Yes. And it's interesting. It has an article. The Machu Picchu. Is mm. that correct? Because I always say Machu Picchu like it's, it's the location. But is it the Machu Picchu, like it's a landmark?
1: Uh, that one I wouldn't know. I would just say Machu
0: Picchu, but... The Machu Picchu, inter- I'm going to have to look that up, is located in which country of South America? Oh, Peru. Mm. Yeah. she's like, duh. I've been there. Do you... Again, here's another one. Do you know the name of the language? that To me, grammatically, that would be yes or no. So it's, okay. instead it should read... What is the name of the language that most people speak in South America? In
1: South America, oh, Spanish. Good job. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, these. What? How many questions
0: are there well, for this? Lots. But oh, n- let's these do two like, more. Two oh, more. These are all mathy ones, and um, they oh. they they moved away from like um multiple choice to just n- name name things. Oh. All right.
1: See if you can find two more, and then we'll move on. Um, what is the nickname of Edward Teach? I don't know. Blackbeard. Oh, I don't think I, I would. I wouldn't have known that. I don't think I would have known that either.
0: Oh, these. So see, I don't get into my. This has got a lot harder. Do you know the first British colony in the Americas?
1: Um. No. Jamestown. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, you you right? Okay. Oh no, that was ER you guys. I'm just not smarter than a fifth grader. We're gonna move on from this. I hope you are smarter than a fifth grader. (laughs) We can move. This is how this is how we bring out the the end of uh, this school year. The one last (laughs) thing that Anna and I have been talking about that is school related, and then hopefully we'll switch to some more fun, holy moly, you guys, I'm summer so topics. She <laughs> and just went down talking, a rabbit I'm hole. I'm scrolling
0: through and I'm like, oh my God, this is great for trivia. I'm actually going to save this link because this That's is wonderful for trivia. Hilarious. Um But yeah, terrifying for me to have to like do on my own.
1: So I have mostly worked in elementary schools on a, mostly middle schools. Um, and one of the things we've been talking about is school pranks. Oh, and so yeah. back in the day, Um, it's just you know a couple years ago when I was in high school we were permitted in our high school every senior class could come up with a prank and that was we basically got it sanctioned by the administration we planned a day to do our prank and that was it and so there were ones like someone I think they let um, bouncy balls so I should preface with the way that my school was set up was there were the middle of the school was actually on a hill. So there were ramps that went down, and then hallways went off of those ramps. So it kind of looks like a spider, but in the middle of the ramps was kind of where all our lockers were. So it wasn't like a traditionally looking high school. So what people did was they took bouncy balls, and they dumped them and let them go all down the ramps. Oh, boy. It <laughs> just went like throughout all the... Like how many? Just hundreds, oh. boxes and boxes of them, hundreds of bouncy balls that just went... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, throughout the whole. and then would just end up going down hallways and stuff. It was pretty funny. Found for... Someone years. did, and I don't think this one was necessarily sanctioned, but someone did let a pig loose in the school once. Um, have, did you, have you read up on, like, some of the
0: more gross pranks or... Well,
1: we did have one that happened in my school. So, um, one of them, I think... And I'm trying to remember. I think someone actually put part of a car on top of our school one year. Hmm. That was interesting. So ours was, so we had, the way our school was set up is we had one parking lot that was considered for all the seniors and the staff. And then everyone else had to park on the street. So if you, if you got to school late, you had quite a walk to get to school. Hmm. So our prank my senior year was that we were going to, To take up all the parking spots. We were going to park perpendicular. We were going to do it just (laughs) enough over the line that you couldn't fit. Mm -hmm. And that would like really screw over some of the juniors because they knew. And we planned this for the day. It's usually planned for the day that we would do our senior field trip. Mm. So field trip. (laughs) Field trip. Field trip. (laughs) Um, So we... um, Went and, like, took all the spots and kind of pissed off. Like, some people had to literally, they lived, like, a mile and a half away, would drive to school, and then park a mile away. So, it was really annoying to them. So, while we're all at our senior field trip, which I think was to the zoo, something like that. Okay. Um, The juniors got a little upset and decided to slash, so I should, I should back up and say, I also went to a pretty affluent high school. So mm-hmm. yeah, so there were a lot of families that came from a lot of money, which means that the cars that kids had, or sometimes they had spare cars, things like that, and would show up, and all their cars, not the silver squeaker that I had, or mm-hmm. the golden nugget, um, which barely made it to school. I, and I wasn't expecting a car, that was amazing. Um, but all, most of the my peers were expecting cars, and nice ones. And so the junior class decided to slash um, convertible tops. Oh no! They punctured tires. <gasps> oh no! They took shaving cream and put them all over the cars. Oh boy! They graffitied, and I mean, it was like like to the point that the cops were called. That's vandalism. It was vandalism, and cops had to get involved, nice. and it was this big thing, right? Was your car okay? Well, of course, because it was like you know the the, the rusty beater. bucket. <laughs> like literally one day the wind was so bad, we would get really high winds at my high school and the wind was so bad that I thought my car was going to tip over (laughs) (laughs) because it was that awesome of a car. Um, And so instead what ended up happening, right, so there's no like, oh, this is really bad, let's just get the cops involved and arrest who we need to, the senior class decided to retaliate against the juniors. Now I did mention at the beginning of this whole thing that um, all of our lockers were in the same open area. So mm-hmm. the senior lockers were just above this whole, like it would be like the senior lockers were on a loft, and then you look over the loft and there's everyone else's lockers. Mm-hmm. And it was like this big open area. So some seniors decided to take rotten dairy products. Oh, so gross. milk, yogurt, cheese, oh, no. um, gross. eggs, most of those like white things, and let them curdle <coughs> And then decided to smear them all over oh, the junior disgusting. lockers. Oh, that's
0: so bad for everybody who has to clean it up.
1: Well, not only that, but our they, they waited until after our senior year to actually go ahead and redo the ventilation system. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Probably because of this. So it just, I mean, it was so bad so bad. Like it just stunk up the whole, I mean, they even, I think they threw in like rotten fish too. That's gross. I think the counseling center in your school,
0: um, was downstairs right by it that was, area. It, was. Ugh, that it was awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a prank that went wrong. Um, and I don't, I'm trying to think of like other ones that we had, cause there were some creative ones that people did where they'd like release balloons in this high yeah. up area kind of thing. But um, there Some was one time like
0: Vaseline lockers and mm. stuff.
1: We did have someone who, um, sprayed pepper spray once, but, ugh, but in a terrible. closed area that doesn't have ventilation, it's probably not the best. No, that's
0: a terrible idea.
1: Yeah. Did you guys have any, uh, pranks at your school no before that the No, you're talking, year? I, I,
0: thank you. I don't think we did a, se- if we did, I don't remember doing it. I remember we had like senior skip day. And I was like, I had been a good girl my entire schooling career. So I was like, <laughs> I am going to do senior skip day. Um, and I think I got like a detention
1: for it. <laughs> <laughs> but even like, in your middle. I don't middle, care. I'm going to live. live for once. Are pranks even a thing anymore? Do like kids still prank yes. at schools? Well, well, I know there was like the whole TikTok thing where kids were vandalizing bathrooms. and And that was kind of fart Weird. spray is
0: still a thing so we fart have spray. like yeah someone brings some fart spray to school and then not fart spray but like at another school i was in someone was using axe and then just like terribly spraying it everywhere but mm. we've had like yeah stink bombs in one mm. of my schools someone was letting off stink bombs and things
1: like that mm. kind of gross anyway well i would love to hear some of the uh the fun pranks you guys have heard of yeah yeah Anyway, time for the STW joke of the day. It
0: is time for the STW joke of the day. Speaking of criminal activity, why did the painting go to jail? I don't know
1: why. It was framed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys, that brings closure to another episode of the Russian Sisters podcast. I hope you've enjoyed time with us as much as we have enjoyed time with each other and time with you
1: Love you guys and hope you have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Russian sisters to connect with them. Go to the
1: sisters.com
0: produced and distributed by the sound off media company.
1: Come on a journey like no other where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier and more stress-free life.